0: Would you wanna work for you? By the end of this video or podcast, wherever you're watching or listening, you're gonna have three tips for creating a culture for the people that work for you so that you'd wanna work for you. I'm John O. White, founder and principal consultant of Clarity and welcome to Leadership Question of the Day. We work with leaders around the world and I just wanna thank you for subscribing, following, liking, sharing. If you haven't done that yet, then please do that now. That helps us to get the word out Uh, and to help more leaders to become the very best they can be. Um, So would you want to work for you? I ask you that question because it's a great reflective question to ask. The golden rule, um, do unto your neighbour as you would have them do unto you. Um, It really applies when it comes to leadership. And I just want you to sit back and I wanna challenge you with this question. I want you to answer it really honestly for yourself. Would you wanna work for you? Are you the sort of employer Do you take the level of interest in the people that you're leading? Um, Do you spend the time following up people and checking in with them, that if you were working for you, you would find that helpful? So that's the challenge for today. But let's just say that you're in a situation where you go, oh Jono, I don't know, maybe 50-50. Some days yes, some days no. What can you do about it? Well, here's three tips for creating a culture in your organisation, more specifically in your team, or just for that direct report who yeah, is an employee or volunteer who reports to you, to create a culture that where you go, yes, 100%, I would want to work for me. Um, the, first thing, the first thing I want to encourage you to do is take an interest in the who, not just the what. This is a big one if you're an outcomes person, if you're a task person, get it done, or if you're a get it right person who really cares about Um, Competence, take a step back and focus on the who. That can be taking five minutes when you know when your beeline to them is to go and get X, Y or Z done but you actually stop and for the first couple of minutes, if you haven't checked in with them that day or that week, you you check in on them. How are they going? How's their family going? What's happening in their life? Uh, That's such a small thing but focusing on the who is a wonderful way. um, when people talk really positively about someone that was leading them, it's often because when you drill down into it, it's because they, they had a sense that they were seen by that person and that that person really cared. The interesting thing is how many people don't feel seen or don't feel that you care? That's the really tough one, isn't it? Because you might care a lot and you might see them really clearly, but that's not important. What's important is whether they feel seen and whether they feel that you care for them. I'll leave that one with you. That's a challenging thought. Uh, The second tip, if you want to create a culture in your team so that you would love to work for you, it's uh, make it measurable. I talk about this a lot, but it's because when Patrick Lencioni wrote The Truth About Employee Engagement, he talked about three big issues of employee engagement, and one of those issues is immeasurability. When When a person is unable to measure when they've had a win, that's a massive disengagement factor. So if you want to create a culture where you think, yes, I would love to work for me, then I wanna ask you, what's what's the one number? I love this thought. What's one number for every person in your team? What might be one number that you can say to them or even work on with them, create something so that they just know full stop, if I can just be on track with this one number, then I I sort of get a sense that I'm doing well in my role. Um, And so, uh, obviously, you have you might have set KPIs and things as well, but some of those are so hard to track on a day-to-day basis. So I love the idea of coming up with one number for every person, and and I really believe every person in an organisation should have one number. But a receptionist in an organisation, they couldn't. How would they have a number? Well, great question. I love the example used in the twelve week, uh, the twelve week year book where this idea comes from, where. Or it might be from Tractions. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, it might be actually but from the book Traction, where they the author talks about this idea of a receptionist having um, the number two for number, that's the number of times the phone rings before I pick it up. The maximum number of times is two, so that every day, yes, they're doing 50 other things through the day as well, like everyone, uh, everyone has to, particularly in a small business, but if that's their main role as a receptionist, their number is two. Whenever that phone rings, it's only going to ring twice and I'm going to pick it up and answer it. And, if, and they can therefore go through their whole day doing all the different things they're doing, but they've got that one number, how did I do today? You know what? There was only one phone call that went past two every other time I got it before it went past two. Sounds small, but you can already feel, even in that story, I, I, as I share that story, I feel the accomplishment of the receptionist going, you know what, I'm on track. And that's so powerful, so that's the second tip. The third tip, uh, would you want to work for you, um, the third tip that I want to give you is around um, it is around recognition. So the last one we talked about was on uh, was on measurables, but this one I want to talk about recognition, and I want to ask you the question: What what do you celebrate most about the people who work for you? What do you what gets the biggest reaction out of you? What gets the biggest, uh, you know, clap on the back and a well done? Wow, that's incredible! You know what is it? I, I was really challenged with this when I was, when I was leading a team because I realised one of the things I got most excited about was when we stayed on budget and you know, didn't spend over the amount we were meant to spend. And I love numbers. You know I love a good Excel spreadsheet. I love staying on budget. But when I analysed, I realised that's, that's the number one thing that I was celebrating. That's the number th- one thing I was recognising. Based on that, if someone came into my team, they would say, okay, what does, Jono, what does Jono want from me? What's the ultimate thing? Well, he wants me to stay under budget. That is so not what was most important to me. And yet it was the thing that I was celebrating most. So if you wanna create a culture where you would say, you know what, I 100% would love to work for me, then recognize the things that are important. Recognize, recognize behavior. If, if. If a servant-hearted behavior is something that's really key for your organization and your team, then when you see someone behaving that way or you hear a story of someone in your team, make a big deal of it. Make it, make a deal like they've just hit an all-time sales target record. What would you do if someone did that? Would you ring a bell? Would you give them a monetary reward? Would you pull them aside? And would you give them a handwritten letter with a gift voucher? Um, think about someone having a massive win. Say your company's a million dollar uh, turnover small business with four staff and you're trying to think of how to lead the other staff better um, in your small business. Okay, well if someone came through with a sale for an extra million dollars and doubled your revenue, what would you do for them? Obviously, you'd have a bit more money to spend if that happened, but if that happened, how would you celebrate it? Now take that same level of celebration and apply it to the behaviours that really matter. It's not that if that happened, you know, if that does happen, if someone doubles the size of your business, celebrate it, sure. But there will actually be things in your DNA that are even more important than that. Go big and celebrate those things, recognize those things. Would you want to work for you? Three tips that we've gone through. Um, The the last one we've just done is around um, recognition. What are you you celebrating? What gets the biggest reaction out of you? Make sure it's the things that are most important for you. the, set, the second and the, and the first things that we talked about was around immeasurability, so giving everyone in your organisation and in your team a number so that they know, when I, when I, if I can hit this number, I've had a good day, and that makes such a difference to employee engagement and employee well-being when they just have a sense of, even if it's not accountability from the top, even if it's self-accountability, I want you to come up with a number and I want you to keep yourself accountable to that because I want you to have a sense that you are doing a good job. Um, then that's a really good idea. And the, uh, the first one in terms of making sure it's a place where you would wanna be is around the who. Make the who bigger than the what. Make your people feel known. Make sure that you check in with them, not just because they're doing work for you, but because you care about who they are as a person. If that's helped you to get clear in your leadership, then wherever you're watching or listening, comment with the word clarity. Everything we do is about helping leaders to get clarity in their personal leadership, in in their teams, in their organizations, um, and to become the best leaders they can be. And uh, and I just wanna thank you again for subscribing, following, liking, sharing. If you haven't done that, please do that now. That helps us to help more leaders to become the best they can be. It'll also keep you in the loop with our new content, such as my new book that's come out in the past couple of weeks called Step Up or Step Out, how to deal with difficult people even if you hate conflict. You can get that book at store.consultclarity.org S-T-O-R-E, forward slash book and that'll take you to step up or step out. Uh, thank you so much for spending time with me. I really value it and I wish you all the best on your leadership journey and I look forward to catching up with you next time. Cheers.